Thank you for joining in on another episode of Cast the Word. This episode is part five of our Getting Over It series, and today we're going to be discussing depression. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode. We are now in part five of this series. We're about halfway through, and uh, we have a few more episodes left before we wrap up this series and wrap up 2020. This series should take us through the end of the year. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to put 2020 behind me and move into what hopefully will be a better year in 2021. We'll see. Speaking of 2020, today's episode is going to be on the topic of depression. And uh, I, I laugh and kind of joke about that, but I don't mean to make light of depression because it is definitely a real struggle and a real issue, which is why we're discussing it today. Depression is a very real mental illness that causes its victims to live lives of torment. Depression causes you to feel alone. It causes you to feel hopeless. And it can often bleed over to your social life, which even adds to the feeling of isolation and hopelessness. But my hope today is to remind you that just like the other episodes, living a life of depression is not God's plan for you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. They are plans of good and not of disaster to give you a future and a hope. Depression is also a struggle that the characters of the Bible are very much acquainted with. Many strong characters in the Bible that God used faced feelings of depression, and they were still mightily used for God. The same can be said for you. For example, Elijah faced depression. At one point, he even asked the Lord to take his life from him. Yet we know in reading through the book of Kings that Elijah was used mightily for the Lord. David also faced depression, and we read in Psalm 69, David said these words. He said, I'm worn out calling for help. My throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. Another verse we read in Psalms chapter 6 says this, I'm worn out from sobbing. All night I flood my bed with weeping, drenching it with my tears. My vision is blurred by grief. My eyes are worn out because of all my enemies. Go away, all you who do evil, for the Lord has heard my weeping. The Lord has heard my plea. The Lord will answer my prayer. One more in Psalm says this in chapter 13, verses 2 through 3. How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O Lord my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. Sometimes it may feel like even God has abandoned you, but he hasn't. Despite David's struggle, despite these words we read, it was through his faith in the Lord that caused him to write the words in another chapter of Psalms. Where he says, Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. David faced seasons of depression, but it was his faith that ultimately turned to the Lord. Because he knew the Lord would hear his prayers. Job also faced depression when in one day he lost everything he had in his life, including his children. Yet God saw him through to the end, and at the end of the book of Job, we read that he acquired more in the end than what he had in the beginning. Naomi is another character that also suffered from depression. After she lost her husband 
and two sons. Yet God planted Ruth in her life to help her overcome her struggles. So often, God will plant people in our lives to help carry us through a season of depression. And it's hard to accept that help sometimes, especially if you are depressed. But if you are depressed right now and you see someone reaching out to you, accept the help because it may be the Lord sending that someone along your path to help carry you through. The point I'm trying to make here is that mighty characters in the Word of God face the same issues you and I face. They were not exempt from feeling the pains of this life just because they're in the Bible. The common thread, however, that helped each of them overcome was their faith in God. Psalms 9 verse 9 says, The Lord is a shelter for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. God never promised that life would be easy. He never said you wouldn't have to face the mountains or the trials of this life. But He did promise that He would be with you. And He promised that He would help you overcome through the Lord Jesus. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. If you're struggling with depression today, then I hope to offer you some encouragement in this episode. And the best encouragement I can offer is to remind you that you're not alone. Depression often causes its victims, like I said earlier, to feel isolated, to feel alone. But the Lord is touched by the feeling of our infirmities. And He cares for you, friends, and He is with you. All you need to do is cry out to Him and lay your burdens at the foot of the cross. He will see you through it, and He will make sure that you are not facing the issues alone. And when He has tried you, then I believe you're going to come forth pure as gold. Right now, it may look ugly. It may seem like you're in the middle of the storm. But it's the voice of God that not only causes the storm to rise, but He also causes the storm to cease. And this season you are in may be a season of refining. And when you have faced the trial, then you will be stronger on the other end than you are right now. I firmly believe that. The Lord is our shepherd. He's all we need. He lets you rest in green meadows, and He leads you beside still waters, and He renews your strength. Now, there are a few things we can do in the middle of our storm to help us overcome depression. And just like in the last episode when we discussed anxiety, we must never neglect that the lifestyle of walking by faith is the best medicine for our souls and our spirits. It's our faith in God that shows the enemy that what he's putting on you will not be enough to shut you up or shut you down. Isaiah 26 verses 3 through 4 says, Those of steadfast mind you keep in peace because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in the Lord God you have an everlasting rock. The enemy is filling your mind with thoughts of doom and gloom and despair, but that is not who you are in the Lord. God wants to fill you with the gifts of the Spirit, the first three being love, joy, and peace, among others. The last thing you need to consider right now is throwing in the towel and giving up. That's what the enemy wants you to do, but that's not what God wants you to do. The power of overcoming depression does not lie in the answers of or in the hope of no longer facing seasons of sadness or disappointments. <laughs> as long as you're in, in this life, friends, we're going to face seasons of sadness and disappointments. In fact, sometimes they come daily. The power of overcoming depression is not letting these emotions seep in so deep that they control the way you think, the way you live, and the way you act. 
One preacher put it like this, If you don't let the devil impress you with what he does, then he can't oppress you. And if he can't oppress you, then he can't depress you. Remember the verse we just quoted, that he's a shelter for the oppressed. The best thing you can do is run to God and maintain your faith, just like David. He suffered depression, but at the end of the day, his faith remained in the Lord, and we must do the same. The Bible's our manual in life. It's our instructions on how we must live, and we must learn that the stories buried in the Word of God are testimonies for us and for our faith. Since God is not a respecter of persons, I firmly believe that what He did for them in the Word of God, for those characters, He can do for us as well. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. That's Isaiah 40, verse 31. Another tip to overcoming depression involves praising, praising God. Philippians 4, verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. The key word there is always, not just when things are going good, but in the bad times too. Nehemiah 8, verse 10, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. It's easy to praise God when everything's going our way, right? It's hard to praise Him, however, when all hell's breaking out against us. But I encourage you to praise Him just as much in the bad times as you do in the good times. (laughs) It's hard to praise Him when you're depressed. But we've got to push through the feeling. We've got to push through what we can feel on our outside, on, on the, on the, in the flesh, in the man, in our minds. We've got to push through that. If we want to overcome it, then we've got to push through and recognize that the source of real, authentic joy is only found in the Lord. Psalms 34 Verses 1 through 4 says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. Praising God in the midst of your trials is not only a sign of faith, but it's also a declaration to your mind, to yourself, that you are in the palm of the king's hands and that he's going to see you through it. Listen to this scripture in Habakkuk, chapter 3, verses 17 through 19. Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful and God my Savior. The Sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. What's this verse saying to us? Well, it's saying that everything's going against us right now. In that scripture, everything bad is going on. We look around in our lives, and we have a lot to be upset about. The examples he uses is that there's no produce in the fields. There are no sheep in the pen. There are no cattle in the stalls. There are no grapes on the vine. But despite the circumstances, I'm still going to rejoice in the Lord. I'm still going to find joy in God, my Savior, because the Lord is my strength. When we look around us, we may have a lot to be upset about. We may have a lot to be depressed about, especially 
in 2020. Yet in spite of the circumstances, we must decide that we will still rejoice in the Lord. This is further validated in Psalms chapter 30, verse 11. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning and clothed me with joy. There are so many more scriptures that outline the significance of praising God, and most of them are found in the book of Psalms. Praise and prayer changes things, friends. To say that that it doesn't is just simply wrong. Like I said, the Bible's littered with scriptures, like the ones I've been reading today, to help you in times of trouble. And most of the time it points back to the power of faith, praise, and prayer. Those are the three things, the three tools, the three lifestyles that the believer must live by. If you are depressed today, then find time to get alone with God. Remember in the last episode, we discussed that a lot of the strength and the ability to help us overcome these issues requires us to partner with God. God wants to deliver you from this oppression, but we must take a step out in faith. God wants you to show Him that you do not rely on the things of this world entirely to help you overcome your struggle. Of course, there are natural things you can do to help you. Of course, there's medicinal treatment and all of that, but today we're, we're diving into the spiritual realm. And God wants you to show Him that you're trusting in Him. He wants to see you say, Lord, despite my circumstances, I'm going to praise your name. I'm going to walk in faith. I'm going to pray and believe that you hear me and that you're going to deliver me. I'm going to run to the tower of the Lord. I'm going to hide myself under his wings. And I'm going to tell myself and the devil that God is my refuge in times of trouble. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. This verse in Romans 8 verse 18, this is, this is important for us to consider and for us to live by as well. This life is important, absolutely, and God puts you here for a reason. But it's nothing. The problems you face now are nothing compared to what He will reveal to us later. Don't let your precious time on this earth fall to the wayside because of the enemy's attacks on your mind. Stand strong. Stand bold and stand ready to fulfill God's desires for your life. Psalm 16, verse 11, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The concept of this episode today is simple, but acting it out in a season of depression is very hard. It takes dedication, it takes motivation to overcome depression. And oftentimes when you are depressed, motivation is not easy to act out. It's hard to live by faith when you're depressed. But you've got to draw that line in the sand with the Lord's help once and for all and declare that this is not how you want to live your life and believe that God will deliver you, that God will heal you. And I believe he will. But it requires us to act some things out on our end as well. I believe when you make that decision and take that step out in faith and decide to praise the Lord in the middle of your storm, I believe He's going to reward your efforts. Amen? Friends, I hope that you found some encouragement in this episode today. This is part five of our Getting Over It series. We got uh, 10 episodes total in this series, so we're about halfway through. And I look forward to seeing 
what the Lord has to speak to us through the rest of this series. I hope you found some encouragement in some of these episodes. I understand that not all of us are going to face each and every issue, but I hope somebody out there is finding some hope, finding some encouragement in what the Word of God has to say about getting over these issues. Also, if you want to be included in our newsletter, if you want to be included in our email notification system and be involved and be engaged in our community of believers, then I invite you to visit casttheword.com and scroll down to the bottom and enter in your email address. You're not going to be spammed. You're not going to be bombarded with emails. It's just a way for us to keep engaged with one another. I always want to hear from you as well. If you want to reach out, you can email us at casttheword.com at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us by searching for Cast the Word there and like and follow us so that you are engaged in future episodes. Thank you all for your support, and I pray that you stay blessed in this season, stay strong in the faith, and I look forward to talking to you next time.